This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. The chairman of the Cheyenne River Sioux Tribe says racism and discrimination against Native people by businesses in Rapid City, South Dakota, will not be tolerated. Chairman Harold Fraser's comments follow social media posts made over the weekend by an owner of the Grand Gateway Hotel saying they'll ban Native American guests after a shooting at the property, which injured a teenager. The Rapid City Journal reports the social media comment said, we will no longer allow any Native American on property, and ranchers and travelers will receive a very special rate. In a statement, Fraser condemned the comments and is demanding an apology to the Lakota, Dakota, and Nakota people. The city's mayor, Steve Allender, is also speaking out, saying the hotel does not reflect the community's values. The hotel did not respond to the journal for comment. Kelp forests in Puget Sound play a role environmentally and culturally, but they're in decline, as Eric Tigadoff reports. There are more than 20 species of kelp in the region that are a vital source of food and habitat for marine animals. They also are important to indigenous people of the region. Todd Woodard, Natural Resources Director for the Samish Indian Nation, says tribal members have used kelp fronds as wraps to cook salmon and kelp bulbs to carry oil for heat and light and as rattles for young children. It's a critical part of cultural identity to the Coast Salish people here. It's a critical part of the sense of place that indigenous populations have. And indigenous people, both on the First Nations and the tribe side, are working very hard to try and figure out what's happening and what can be done to mitigate for it. Last summer, Puget Sound Restoration Fund brought together 200 people for an eight-day scientific exploration of kelp. It's part of an effort to implement the 2020 Puget Sound Kelp Conservation and Recovery Plan. The team is releasing videos of its expedition to raise awareness about kelp's decline. Betsy Peabody is executive director of the Puget Sound Restoration Fund. She says kelp is vital to the food web, which means they support iconic northwest species such as salmon and orca. Peabody notes humans rely on Puget Sound's food web as well, and so the decline of kelp forests has a direct impact on people. We're just wanting to work with others to really connect those dots in the way that we need to in order to support the conservation and restoration at a scale that can help protect these essential, iconic marine systems. I'm Eric Tegadov. Joy Harjo says she's leaving the door open for other Indigenous artists reflecting on her time as U.S. Poet Laureate. Harjo Muskogee Creek is the first Native American poet to serve in the position. She talked about breaking stereotypes during a virtual Mellon Foundation event on Monday. When I get to the end of my life, I want Native people to be seen as human beings. And I think that's been the best one of the best things about the Poet Laureate position because It's gone a long way for people to see that, oh, there are poets. Harjo says poetry is crucial, especially during times like the pandemic. We were losing. We lost our major culture bearers in our tribal nation, and that was true all over. But people, you know, in in these kinds of times, we go to poetry. There is such a need for what poetry does and what poetry gives us as human beings. That's why I think this particular this laureateship has been noticeable is because of that. It's because it's been, you know, it's not really about me. It's really about the times we're in and the and the need and how poetry has said, okay, I'm here and I've always been here. Arjo was appointed poet laureate to the Library of Congress in 2019 and was reappointed in 2020. This is her third term in the role, which she's concluding. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. 
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Support by the Center for Indigenous Cancer Research at Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center, dedicated to cancer research, medicine, and cancer care for indigenous populations. A no-charge online risk assessment tool is available at roswellpark.org slash assessme. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.